Welcome to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to listen to the pastors sit and discuss some of the up- upcoming texts. And today we are turning to the start of Holy Week. We are looking at uh, readings for Palm Sunday. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But I am Pastor Eric, and I am here today with Pastor Jen and Pastor Megan. Welcome. Great. Hey. Great to, to be, be together, here. everyone. Yes. Good what to be up? here. First time trying to facilitate. So, You've uh, got this. Yeah. You're so be far, great. so good. Yeah, right? Yes, dear listeners, we'd like to tell you that as soon as we were ready to record, <laughs> Pastor Eric said, go team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. This is great. We're well, ready. And it is exciting, too, because it's the it's the start of Holy Week. And yes. There's a lot. Oh, there's a lot that happens in the story. And, and just with Lent, we've been working toward this for a long time, so it's always great to get to Holy Week. And mm-hmm. it's time for the story to really rev up. We've got some interesting readings today. Yeah, and you're, and you're not kidding when you say, like, this has been leading to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in Matthew's Gospel, too, um, there really is this progression getting Jesus to Jerusalem. Yeah. And once he's in Jerusalem, at least in the Gospel of Matthew, mm-hmm. he's he's heading towards the cross. Yeah. So it's that's absolutely what all, is going on. All today. those times prior in the Gospels where Jesus says to not don't tell anyone, you know, you, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. and I'm not my time has not yet come. This is the time. Mm-hmm. This is now the time he's being revealed. And he and I in our readings he'll be essentially crowned the Messiah here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. who's on his way to the cross where, where he is lifted up above the earth. Right, yeah. So. Yes, and you can see and witness and hear in these, you know, chapters in Matthew, once he reaches Jerusalem, Jesus' intensity ramps mm. up. Oh, yes. And he gets really serious. He's not afraid to, you know, get right in the middle of things, yeah. get conflict going, say really inflammatory stuff yes. that riles people up. And you can see that he's... He's doing something new, something different. And it gets really, uh, these are very impactful Mm. chapters. Yeah. And liturgically where we're situated, so this Sunday is is Palm Sunday, which every kid loves because you get to... You know, whack your sibling with a uh, (laughs) branch and uh, take a piece of like grass or leaf home with you. Everybody loves a little souvenir. Um, So that's Palm Sunday is this Sunday. And then um, as the week proceeds, uh, you get to hear the story continue as Jesus works his way to the cross. Right. First, um, you will uh, have. Monday Thursday worship. Just a heads up, folks, is that we will still have our Wednesday midweek service at 545. That service continues even beyond Lent. Uh, so you can come on uh, this Wednesday at 545 and join us for worship. Get a little bit of a um, sort of a Holy Week overview in that 30-minute service. But Monday Thursday is when the church remembers that Jesus institutes uh, the Lord's Supper. This is when he gathers with his disciples. It's also the night of his betrayal, so there's a real pivot there. Um, we here at Easter will celebrate First Communion for a lot of students, so there's mm-hmm. some joy to that day, welcoming these young people to the Lord's table. Uh, yeah. But we also, as a church, remember that this is also the day that, that Jesus is betrayed um, and goes to trial 
Friday, uh, we invite you to join us for a few different worship services. We'll have the crosswalk service on Friday at 10 a.m. That starts at the lake, and it's just a, a kind of a walk through the neighborhood, a prayer and hearing scripture, a really meaningful service. Uh, and then we'll have Good Friday service at 5 o'clock at the lake and the Tenebrae service at 8 o'clock at the hill. And Good Friday is when the church remembers uh, Jesus' crucifixion and death. This is... Um, in many ways, uh, the, the 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 high point and also the low point of Christian mm-hmm. faith. Yeah, um, this is the. I mean, yes. as we've been saying, this is Jesus' progression to the cross, and here he yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to give it away because this is next week's conversation. But then we work our way to Easter Sunday, yeah. so gotcha. we know the way the story ends. Mm-hmm. But folks, I just really want to encourage you. To show yes. up and hear the story. Uh, yeah, one come step here. at a time. One step yeah. at a time, exactly, right? Like, yeah. let's hear this Palm Sunday story, and then let's hear this good this yeah. Monday, Thursday story. Let's hear the Good Friday story. I, I really encourage you to really be present for that. I think it's worth it, folks. Yeah, and the Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday worship services are actually one service. Like, they're, they're meant to be together. Yes. Like, it, the Monday, Thursday is a... Uh, beginning and then the continuation is that Good Friday. So it, it just carries us right through all these good stories. Like you said, mm-hmm. Pastor Eric, step by step, one day at a time. And I don't think anyone has ever regretted going to Holy Week services yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because I- it makes Easter that much more powerful and is such an important part of our lives as disciples. So, mm-hmm. yes, highly encouraged. Yeah. Uh, the whole in. week is a religious experience. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. I mean, Easter Sunday is the pinnacle celebration of Christian faith. So, like, take the time, right? Yeah. Get yourself ready for it. Um, come to worship. Uh, you can just go to easter.org slash worship if you want to see those worship times, locations, uh, any of the online worship options as well. Um, just I really encourage you to, to be a part of it. Yeah, and I would encourage families with kids. Uh, to think about coming to Good Friday service. Mm -hmm. You know your own kids best. You know what they will uh, be able to absorb and handle, but um, you can always come, give it a try, and see what they think. Mm -hmm. I think they can appreciate the story Mm -hmm. as well. I, I totally agree. Um, but speaking of the story, hey, yeah. uh, we should probably hear the yeah, story. Let's, yeah. let's go there. <laughs> so, okay, we're working with two stories, kind of, right? We're working with uh, Matthew chapter 21. Um, and the way that Palm Sunday works, folks, is that we start with what's called the processional gospel. We start with hearing the story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. That's where we all get palm branches. Young people, do not smack your siblings with them. <laughs> Um, I feel like I need to say that. Otherwise, somebody's <laughs> going to tell me that their kid thought I gave them permission. Um, so we start with that story. And then um, the story actually continues later in the service, too. So you'll hear a part of chapter 21 read at the beginning of the service. But you'll also hear the next part uh, read just before the sermon. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's start with that processional gospel. Yes, this is a jump back from where we have been. Just so you're aware, if you've been following us on Sundays and being part of worship, we are moving from chapter 24, five, chapter 25 on the 26th of March back. So we've been experiencing a little bit of what Jesus has done after he enters Jerusalem. Now we are going back to hear this story of him processing into Jerusalem. So from Matthew chapter 21, uh, verses 1 through uh, 11. 
When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet. Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God. And such drama, such enthusiasm, such power. This may be one of my favorite Bible stories because it's so, it's just so ironic and it's the revealing of Jesus and it's the people praising him and at the same time they don't know who he is. And that, it just resonates with me and my experience with all of us in the church you know Mm -hmm. sometimes you know who jesus is and other times you doubt or you question i just and all the drama it's Mm -hmm. it's just such an interesting story yes it's i'm so struck uh, pastor eric you talked about the you know the crowds knowing him but also not knowing him i mean look at the ways they refer to him he's the son of david he's the one who comes in the name of the lord these are really profound prophetic yeah prophetic exactly deeply and even like you know who is this you know we're saying these things but we don't know who he is um this is the prophet jesus from nazareth and galilee so they're even for the people who aren't making these really profound sort of faith-based statements there's still a recognition that he is Someone special. He's right. A, he's a prophet. So they're they're so quick to say such powerful things about him. Um, and this is the thing that's always struck me about this part of the story is days later. Yes, exactly. They are condemning him. Mm-hmm. They're calling him a liar. Yep. They're saying yep. he's a, an enemy of the state. And calling for his crucifixion. Calling for yes. his death. Mm-hmm. Like just, just so quickly. And so it's, it is... I mean, it's fascinating, but also I think really humbling. Yes. To mm-hmm. see how quickly that turns. Yeah. Yeah, that people can go from this highest praise mm. quickly to calling for death. It's it's very difficult to hear. Mm-hmm. Remember that this is part of the human experience. Right. And then there's it's called the triumphal entry. Yeah. And yet we know it's ironic. The triumphal entry is leading mm. to his death, but um, just that the, all the fulfillment of prophecies mm-hmm. from the Old Testament, and so Jesus is fulfilling the things that were um you know predicted so Mm -hmm. to speak about what what the messiah will do he'll he'll ride in on a donkey and Mm -hmm. there's so much meaning there too and this just full of meaning which we maybe don't have all the time to get into but you know that's all symbolic and it's all pointing to things that we maybe can't cognitively understand all the time but we our spirit knows the Mm -hmm. you know our faith knows what's happening here and and it's your faith that set, that cries out, Hosanna, but it's your doubt and your human sinfulness that says, who is this? Yeah. You know, it's so, I just love it. It's so yeah. fascinating. It's a great, great take on this. And right. I, um, 
the writer of the Gospel of Matthew goes back to the Old Testament and prophecies yeah. from the very beginning, from mm-hmm. the first chapter when he talks about uh, the genealogy of Jesus. And so it's it's this whole, like, brought mm-hmm. together, this whole idea of Jesus fulfilling the yeah. prophecy. Here we are. This is what's happening. This is what the Word of God said was going to happen right yes. right this yes. is what it's all been pointing mm-hmm. yes right mm-hmm. and i do like i don't want to hammer this one any longer but folks if you just go from palm sunday to easter sunday you don't hear yeah. the hard part in between you hear the praise of palm sunday yay you hear the praise of easter sunday yay yeah. but you need to know like what happens in between mm-hmm. those two things yeah. you need yeah. i mean otherwise this is not jesus going to the cross this is just jesus going to his victory hooray yeah oh folks there's right. There is struggle, there is suffering, there is betrayal. We, we need to hear what it is that God has done for us, what mm-hmm. lengths God will go to mm-hmm. to redeem us, to mm-hmm. be with us. So, like, don't, mm-hmm. ah, don't miss out on the story. Ah. Yes. And the, the story continues, too. I mean, so this we've heard the... Um, the triumphal entry, right? This is what we hear at the top of worship on Palm Sunday. Um, but we'll continue this story, and I really think... Folks, remember, we ended with verse 11. Pastor Jen, start reading what you're going to hear before the sermon, starting with verse 12. It picks right up. Jumping right into the next thing. Uh, Verse 12. Then Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who were selling and buying in the temple, and he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he cured them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the amazing things that he did and heard the children crying out in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they became angry and said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read out of the mouths of infants and nursing babies you have prepared praise for yourself? He left them and went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Okay, what? Destructive property, Jesus? Yeah. What is happening here? Yes. And so much more Old Testament quoting. Ooh, yeah. So much more that prophecy, so much more that pointing back. I'm noticing in these few verses from what we read earlier, and then now there's four times that either the people or Jesus quote scripture. Yeah. So, again, going back to that idea of fulfillment. Right. um, Matthew's really concerned with that. That's a big deal for mm-hmm. Matthew all the way through. And so it makes sense that as we're, you know, as we're sprinting our way to the cross at this mm-hmm. point in the story, um, that he's really doubling down. That's a point that. he's wanting to make. Really, He really wants to keep connecting the reader back to, no, really, this this is as it mm-hmm. should be. It feels mm-hmm. weird. It sounds strange. Yes. It is not. This is, this is where God has been heading throughout the course yeah. of human history. If it feels weird, it's because God doesn't work in the way that we think he should. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, talk about a turnaround. We've got people praising Jesus, you know, palm branches and celebrations. Yep. And where does he go? Right. He goes to the temple to bust stuff up. <laughs> yeah. And that is a, that yeah. is a hard pivot. That's now, a statement. That's a statement. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a hard pivot, right? Because it's saying this is what he comes to do, right? Yeah. Like he comes to to undo hypocrisy and shows of piety that mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Like like this is what he's supposed to be doing. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But it feels a bit, <laughs> a 
bit of, bit of a, a, a pivot to go from living into the celebration of the people to really yeah. causing some trouble. Well, and and this is where you realize, as I was saying, sort of crowned as the Messiah, mm-hmm. Jesus is is saying, I'm, I am God. And that's what is really the problem with the religious leaders right. is that that's blasphemy as yeah. far as they're concerned yeah. because they don't see who he is. Mm. But he's revealing, I am God. And um, it says in Psalm 8, which he's referring to, they say, do you hear those kids and what they're saying? He says, yeah. And he quotes the Psalm saying, um, yeah, and you're my enemies. Yeah. This is the way God has set it up and prepared it. Yeah. And it's, it is this real challenge, right? It is this real challenge to what expectations are, mm-hmm. to what um, the mm-hmm. kind of the, the, the general style of the day and expectations mm-hmm. and, and power structures. And I mean, right down yeah. to what, I mean, what he's doing, folks, as he's you know, turning over these tables, um, people would come to the temple from, from all over the known world. And in order to leave an offering, they would have to have their money changed into whatever money could be used at the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, the, there's a fee attached to that. And so all these people are coming because they think they need to pay their respects mm-hmm. to the temple. This is the only way to be a faithful believer. And, and money keeps getting taken off the top. It becomes yep. more and more expensive for someone to be faithful to what God has mm-hmm. asked of them. And Jesus is saying, no way. Right. There is no cost out of to hand. this. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. this is not the way it was supposed to be. Yep. Um, and so the, the point is just um, the means are incredibly challenging. It's yeah. like this is the what humans have established. And, and Jesus is coming to correct it and say, no, this is not what God had in in mind this has become a human institution and it won't save you right yeah he physically breaks the system Mm -hmm. in this it's such a powerful thing i also think we often as readers and hearers think oh those poor religious authorities they just don't know anything i'm so glad i'm not like that oh man (laughs) i literally am them yes whoops perfect quote (laughs) uh when this is, as you've said, uh, Pastor Eric, a, a mirror that we hold yeah. up to ourselves, that these religious Again. authorities Again. are like us. It's us. Yeah. It's us. Yeah. And we we do this. It's it, okay to accept that you're yeah. you're a, a sinner just like mm-hmm. all the despicable sinners that you read about in the Bible because <laughs> that's who Jesus came to die for. Yes. You, you want to confess it's yeah. okay yeah. yeah well and it's we're so quick to make that somebody else right yeah oh oh oh, oh those religious authorities of that oh if only they'd known what i we're so quick to other we're mm-hmm. so quick to deflect we're so and what if you just like you said pastor eric what if you just said well hey what what does this reveal about my own yeah. sin yep. what does this reveal about my own shortcoming because this mm-hmm. isn't about you know, some group of people that lived 2,000 years ago. This is about me. This yeah. is about us. This is about yeah. our faith community today. Yep. This is the living word of God revealing to us now still. It's the good news. Amen. Jesus yes, died right. for sinners. Yes. Of which we, that's Our, us. <laughs> put me at the top of that list. Especially, I mean, I, I just want to point out, you know, when, when we're talking about religious authorities who are so deep in their own traditions and institutions that they can't see Jesus for who he is. Um, you know, whatever, I'll mm-hmm. engage in a little confession and say that, mm-hmm. that we as pastors mm-hmm. should be especially careful about that. Yes. Um, because that's, we are, we are who is, is we are who are being called out most. I was an English. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> that's true. We can get stuck in our ways, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 But there's also, again, here is a reflection back to the whole book of Matthew mm-hmm. where Jesus is lifting up the least of these, where the yes. blind and the lame come to him, and that is who he prioritizes. And yes. then the children recognize him. And that oh, is that's just awesome. so beautiful. Right. The blind, the lame, and the children. Yeah. yeah. That's the groups that we want to be a part of then. Or, right. You know, the realize. That know. Yeah. That they're the ones mm-hmm. that see him. Yes. Experience and the him. people that who, who are so easy to pass by, who are so easy not to notice, they're the ones who notice the ones mm-hmm. who don't get seen are the ones who see like it's just mm-hmm. that constant pointing back like you said these priorities that Ma- matthew has had throughout the gospel that yeah. I- the irony comes to mind again mm-hmm. and the fact that we've heard in the last several readings the last shall be first yes. those who humble themselves will be exalted yes. those who exalt themselves will be humbled yes. it's this irony of the kingdom of heaven right mm-hmm. i mean that's very much that theology of the cross that lutherans mm-hmm. are so into the the glory does not come in the glory it is yes it is in oh boy the pain in the depths and it is at the foot of the cross it is those reversals yes that that keep us <laughs> on our toes and remind yeah. us what god is really about amen that jesus comes in solidarity with yes. the suffering and that yep. those are the people and the situations that Jesus addresses and lifts up um, that's, as the first. Mm-hmm. And that's the and that's the story that we uh, yeah. get to walk this week, right? Fantastic, right, Eric. You thought this would be a good conversation. I, oh, I really good. think this is it good. was. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Then and I love the the um, theology of the cross. We'll leave yes. it with that oh, for this week. And. Uh, so, um, thank you for listening to the Carry On cast uh, at Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on. Carry on! Oh, sorry. Carry on. And, and grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. You did it. Amen. Amen. <laughs>